Good evening, welcome to Pigeon Post. I'm gonna try to talk loud because it sounds loud in the car right now. The AC is on, I'm beside some kind of trailer that's rattling really loud. <laughs> um, I haven't done a Pigeon Post in a while, so um, if you're tuning in, thanks. Um, it's been kind of a crazy summer, and I feel like I'm always saying it's crazy, but really wasn't that crazy of a spring. It was a great spring. Um, I felt rich uh, and well off compared to other times recently and compared to now. But God has truly been faithful to us. Um, some really great things um, have happened and some really hard things are happening. Um, at some point, I'll get into get into that I might have my wife join me on a pigeon post or you can check out our other um, podcast it's called sojourn soundly and um, but anyway today I was trying to think of you know how can I get back into the game here how can I um, there's a lot of episodes I kind of have in my head things to talk about um, some of it I need to just think about a little more. Some of it I need to study or memorize a passage so that I can do it. But, um, you know, just getting back to what this podcast is about is the gospel. And, um, yeah, so what I want to do today, my goal today in this 20 minutes or so, maybe 30 minutes, is just to ask the question, what is the gospel? And really just to ask some questions surrounding that. I just want to poke some holes um, in some things. I just want to, you know, open some, some doors and see what's behind them. And maybe, um, maybe these are some things that we'll address coming up. Um, I'm also kind of looking for people to co-host with me. So if you're listening to this, whether you agree with me or disagree, if you'd like to have a conversation together and record it, uh, that'd be great. If you'd like to have a conversation and not record it, that would also be great. I'd love to talk to you whether you want to be on the podcast or not. Um, my email is pigeonpost2019 at gmail.com. If you just send me an email, um, I will reply. So, um, what is the gospel? I think about this question all the time, even when I'm struggling to believe it. You know, I think people that believe the gospel still struggle with doubts and depression and anxiety and stuff like that. Um, we're not immune to that. And yet the cure is still the gospel. So. All this kind of comes to a head for me when I, I look at just the messages that the world kind of gives us or gives me. So when I'm in the grocery store line and there are magazines on the rack, those magazines are selling a message to me and to the people that see them, right? Um, that message underneath that message or maybe buried inside of all those is a really similar idea um, a really similar um, gospel 
Now, I think we'd probably agree that that gospel is not the same gospel of the Bible, right? But what's happening today is there's a really popular kind of universalistic kind of belief. I don't think you have to say istic. That was silly. Universal belief out there um, that basically we're all okay and that part of being okay or being healthy, um, mentally healthy, is to acknowledge how okay we are. Um, so this takes some different names or different forms, but um, a lot of it has to do with what would fall into the category of self-help um, or popular psychology. Um, I see these magazines a lot because we shop at so-called health, healthy stores like Sprouts and Natural Grocers and Whole Foods. And you see lots of meditation, you know, mindfulness, yoga. Um, then you see some of the more um, innocuous things like style magazines or ways to make your house look like, um, you know, those people on HGTV. Um, I forgot their names. That's, I know that's heresy for some of you. <laughs> Chip and, Chip and Joanna, there you go. Um, go make your pilgrimage to Chip and Joanna's uh, shop. I'm just teasing. Um, but anyway, I th the idea is that if you can achieve your dream, um, whatever it is, find a way to achieve your dream, then that is fulfillment. You know, and that, that whole process is the process of becoming or um, being yourself or finding out who you are or, or what have you. And the promise behind all those things is peace. But remember that Jesus said, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives. So Jesus clearly says that his peace is different from what the world gives. But once again, in this podcast, I'm just kind of poking around at some things, some things for us to think about. So as you're in line at the grocery store or, um, or what have you, seeing commercials on TV, watching a show, reading a book, you'll notice that the popular kind of gospel of the world right now is that you're okay and you need to affirm yourself. You need to surround yourself with positive thoughts. Um, I work in a school, so I see this a ton, right? Um, it's basically trying to get the benefits of what you would get with a relationship with God by leaving God out of it. So you can't say anything about God in these popular magazines or in schools or even in your workplace there there's I'm not saying it's not legal for you to say anything that's a whole different issue but the understanding is that you are supposed to leave God out of it and positively affirm one another and that that is going to contribute to your mental health and I just want to ask something um, is that working you know we see more shootings mass shootings um, than we've seen 
And, um, you know, regardless of what you think gun control should be, if you just look um, at what's happening in the world, um, these messages are not producing the utopian society that they're supposed to. In fact, I think it's almost self-defeating because people like who promote these things, um, even certain so-called Christian preachers, they're trying to have you deny reality. So you're supposed to not think about the negative things. There's even a radio, a Christian radio station that we listen to that says always positive, encouraging, you know, and it's like, well, okay, but if you're always positive, you're not realistic. You're not really in balance. Um, finding the positive spin on everything is, um, is like a religion because it forces you to think a certain way. And it's more like a cultish religion or a cultic religion because um, you're having to buy into something a normal person wouldn't say. Um, I'll give you for instance, um, my wife when she was getting sick used to play music at um, Lakewood, um, Joel Osteen's church. Um, at one of their gatherings, uh, I think it was for like college age singles or something like that. And um, they told her, you know, people would tell her, you know, don't say you're sick. You know, you shouldn't say that. You should, you know, say that you're well. Um, so that is, and we have relatives that have told us these things, you know, um, that we're inviting bad things to happen to us by saying that. Well, gospel, that is actually um, a kind of new age way of thinking um, called the law of attraction, that you can attract good things to yourself by saying good things and giving yourself affirmations and all of that. So that's kind of one gospel that, that you see out there. Um, I've also been thinking about cults quite a bit. Um, I said the word cultish. There's actually a podcast called Cultish, and uh, it's just really interesting. No matter what you believe, it's really interesting. Um, they address a lot of things out there and interact with a lot of ideas coming from people like Leah Rimini and um, what's his name, Joe Rogan, and uh, people like that who are actually talking about uh, religion. Um, in fact, my wife and I, Kelly, we watched the, um, the Leah Remini series on Scientology. And um, what's interesting about it is that Scientology has uh, got all these, you know, really bad control mechanisms. Um, you know, it's definitely a cult. But I noticed that they don't really mention anything about God. So the question is, like, one really good thing to think about is, is the gospel I'm hearing, the message that I'm hearing, is it me-centered or is it God-centered? Uh, one way to know that Scientology is not true is it has nothing to do with God. It's practically an atheistic religion, or maybe a polytheistic religion, or pantheistic religion, because 
essentially you become the functional God or your higher state or the organization. And so whenever you're thinking about like, is this true or not? I think you have to ask yourself, is this putting an intermediary or something else between me and God? And uh, I know I always mention Catholicism. Um, it's because I see so many people trapped in it. Um, but Catholicism as well, right? will put uh, supposedly saints and apparitions of Mary around the world. She showed up and said this and that. And they will put those people and those images between you and God. But loved one, friend, whoever's listening, acquaintance, person I met on the street, <laughs> the, the point of Jesus coming is to bring you to God to reconcile you and put you in relationship with the living God it's not to put you in a better relationship with your inner self it's not to put you in a better relationship with demigods who are in between you and God and you have to go through them to get his mercy and they have to pray for you in some special way um, you have to recite this and that. Um, all of these things bear the mark of cults. And so I think um, maybe this episode is kind of an advertisement for cultish. I encourage you to listen to it. If you look at what Jehovah's Witnesses believe, Mormons believe, um, Christian scientists believe, all of these ideas are related and I think what the benefit is is it shows you what the false system always is it takes your eyes off of God and puts it on you in salvation salvation is not by faith alone anymore in these systems salvation is by works you have to do things in Scientology you have to go to these um, I don't even remember what they're called, but it's almost like you have to confess your something that's wrong with you, and they're they monitor you on this electronic device or something like that. In um, in Jehovah's Witnesses, uh, in their religion, you have to um, go to meetings. It's all about going to meetings and witnessing and earning your way, and you're never going to make it into the hundred and forty-four thousand. Jehovah's Witnesses don't even uh, take the Lord's Supper once a year. They pass around a plate and nobody takes it because nobody has any assurance that they're going to be in, going to be with God. They're just going to be on the earth, um, some restored version of the earth. So Jehovah's Witnesses doesn't bring you to God. Scientology doesn't bring you to God. Um, Christian science doesn't bring you to God. Um, um, Mormonism. Let's talk about Mormonism for a second. Uh, in Mormonism, you are your own God. Now, yes, you are supposed to worship Elohim, right? But Elohim used to be a man just like you. But through obedience, Elohim and Heavenly Mother worked their way up the ladder procreated, 
made their own planet and someday you get to do the same thing if you're good enough. Now listen, that religion basically glorifies you. The chief end of that religion is not that you will glorify God forever and enjoy Him forever. The chief end of that religion is that you will be glorified. So that's another question to ask yourself. Like, what is the highest good of this religion and to whom is it accessible? Is it accessible to all who call upon the name of the Lord? That they will be saved, that they will become adopted into the family, that they will become sons and daughters of God and worship Him forever in spirit and in truth? Because I don't see any other religion except for Protestant Christianity that teaches that. Um, other versions of Christianity put the emphasis on you because it's you that has to attain that. So it's you-centered. If it's God-centered, then God does all the work. So I would encourage you to read Ephesians 1 and see, like, Who's doing the work here? Who's doing the predestinating? Um, who is it that's getting the blessings? Are the blessings restricted to certain people who do certain things? I told you this episode was going to be all over the place, didn't I? <laughs> Here's the question. What is the gospel? When you look around you, what is it that people are believing? What is it that people are living for? I know not everyone's in a cult, but everyone believes something, right? They either believe that we're saved by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, for the glory of God alone, according to scripture alone, that's what I believe. Or they believe some twisting of that, where you get other forms of Christianity, even included in the other forms is prosperity Christianity, people like Joel Osteen like T.D. Jakes, um, Paula White, all these people who teach this positive stuff as if it's what Christianity is. Um, what's interesting about cultish is they always tell you the roots of where these um, cults came from. And if you study, they have like similar people in their lineage. Um, so you can trace the lineage back. Um, there's another... Um, podcast called Defend and Confirm that talks about the roots of the prosperity gospel. And what's funny is you'll see some of the same names pop up in prosperity preaching. Uh, people like, I've already mentioned some, but Kenneth Copeland, Creflo Dollar, these people trace their beliefs back to the same people that some of the cults do. Um, so the question is, like, are we going to rely on an, a human authority, whether it be so-called church tradition or whether it be some so-called prophet like Joseph Smith or some teacher? Or are we going to rely on a modern guru who wrote an article in a magazine and now they're the authority? Or some yogi who's trying to instruct us on how to get to um, our higher consciousness or whatever it is? Are we even going to rely on our teachers and people that we work with and uh, psychologists, psych specialists, who all say that they have a message for you of how to have peace? Or brother and sister, 
Are we going to rely on Jesus Christ? Who he is, what he has done, not on apparitions, not on ghost stories, not on funny feelings, not on special music, not on so-called healings. Our faith has to be in Christ alone. That's the gospel. And it's so controversial. I guarantee half of the people who bothered clicking on this probably hate what I'm saying right now. I have some people in my life that have serious problems with me saying stuff like this. And then I have people who probably don't know me very well. And if they did, they would hate it that I say this stuff. I've had conversations and I'm still friends with a lot of these people. Um, people that are in cults, especially. I've had lots of great conversations with these people. And I love them. And I love you. No matter what your background is, no matter what you believe, I love you. I'm sharing this stuff with you because I want you to be with Jesus. Let me ask you this. Does any other religion even teach that you get to be with Jesus when you die? That... Does any other religion even teach that you get to be with God when you die? Or do you have to work your way up through some kind of things? Do you have to take some time in purgatory? Do you have to get reincarnated? Do you have to do stuff to be with God? Because if you do, it's not the gospel. The gospel is that Jesus did stuff so that you could be with God through him. The gospel is not, hey, here's, here's something to ask you, and this, I'll end on this because I'm pulling into my driveway, but think about when you're hearing a message. Is the message, climb up that ladder, man, woman, boy, girl, you can do it. Climb up that ladder and get what you want. Yeah, that might be how you have to approach your career sometimes. I'm mainly talking spiritually. Is the message that you're getting in a spiritual sense that you have everything it takes or that you can do these things to get what it takes to climb the ladder to be with God? And if you sin, you're going to fall off the ladder. And so you just got to try your best and hope that God weighs the good and the bad. If you're a Muslim, are you saved by grace through faith? I don't know. That's not what I've heard. I've heard that it's basically you have to do as good as you can do and then God just sort of chooses, you know, whether he's going to accept that or not or weighs it out or something like that. That's what most people that I've talked to believe. That if they're a good person, they try their best to climb up the ladder, God will do the rest. Here's one, one related question. I know I said that was the last question, but did Jesus die to secure the potential of you going to heaven? So that if you do this, this, and this, then you'll go to heaven. Yeah, Jesus had to die and rise again, but he, he only got the potential of you doing it. And now you have to follow through. You got to do the rest. Is that what your religion teaches? Or your version of Christianity teaches? Or does it teach that Jesus died to redeem you 
so that his blood is what's redeeming you. It's buying you. And once you're purchased, you're God's, period, the end. Just some things to think about. I know it was kind of like a shotgun all over the place. What is the gospel? Please think about that. Please think about the gospel that you're hearing, whether it's in the grocery store line, um, on public television, um, from your friends and family, something you grew up in, wherever you're hearing it. What is the gospel? And I would absolutely fall over. I would love it if somebody would send me an email and then I could read it on the air, on the, on the air, like I'm on the radio. <laughs> I could read it on the podcast. If you don't want me to read it on the podcast, just say I'd prefer you not do that. And, um, and it'll be anonymous or whatever. I'm not trying to make a spectacle of anybody. I just, I want to hear, if you're listening to this, is it hitting anywhere? You know, is this landing anywhere for you? Um, because I want you to be with God. So um, have a great day. Uh, wasn't as focused as uh, I'd like it to be, but um, it's enjoyable sharing this with you. Send me an email at pigeonpost2019 at gmail.com so we can have a conversation. And uh, I, I want you all to be with Christ. That's, that's my hope for this. So have a great day. Bye.